This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into the game plan. I think there was an obvious storyline today, Toby. I don't know if you know this. The Sooners are playing Thursday this week. So as <laughs> I uh, had heard that. So as we tape the Sooner Sports Podcast for a Tuesday, if you will, uh, we just wrapped up the Bob Stoops press conference. And, uh, you know, you, you had kind of talked to Coach about this a little bit on the Coach's show last week. But we knew not to not, not much would change mm-hmm. uh, as far as the game plan is concerned, is it? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think this short week is as much of a challenge X's and O's wise as it is physically. Good. Um, because Iowa State offensively is similar to so much so many other teams in this conference. Pretty similar, anyway. You're not you're not going completely. Uh, Wishbone, flexbone. It's not or Kansas something. State. Right, exactly. They're weird. It's not <laughs> Navy or Georgia Tech. You know, they're they're one-offs. If it was three days to get ready for those guys, that would be a migraine headache. But um, it's not. So I, I think that uh, Oklahoma probably presents more of a challenge in a short prep for Iowa State than Iowa State does for Oklahoma. But from a physical standpoint, you know, Joe's a little bit sore. Uh, there's some guys you're trying to get back healthy again, just recouping your bodies. Well, we talk about it in the NFL all the time. Yep. Those NFL games on Thursday nights tend to be not very well played because, you know, guys are, are still banged up and hurting. So, And for the road team, you throw in, you know, going on the road, jumping on an airplane, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's, you know, I think that's just a little – it's hard, but – uh, they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Yep, Next week too. will be nice to have a couple extra days. I, I wonder if you could put truth serum in coach. And, and again, I, I don't know if anyone would want to wait eight weeks uh, to get their first bye in the world of college football. But maybe if that second bye could have been the week leading into a Thursday game. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, but, no. but, again – We've done this before. I think it's every three years based on this TV contract that a team's going to play a non-Saturday traditional game. Uh, Bob made it, Coach Stoops made it real clear today, there's never going to be a time when they have a home game on a right. Thursday night. But I, uh, this was one of those games that when the schedule came out, you kind of crinkled your eyebrow a little bit thought, oof. Well, it's scary because how many times have we seen Iowa State through the years beat somebody? Absolutely. Or play them tough on a Thursday night. You know, that uh, – the win over Oklahoma State back in 2011 was on a Friday night, but we were all watching. That yep. knocked them out of the national championship hunt. 2013, I think it was, they should have beaten Texas. That was a controversial ending in which Texas got the win 31-30. to And we were looking on the radio show today at all the way back to 2007, Thursday and Friday nights. They've been really good, and they've lost a couple of close games. West Virginia, I want to say, maybe in – 2013 as well. They lost, but it was it was really tight. But Iowa State's played well on Thursday. It's a tough, you know, it's a short prep week. It's a game that you don't necessarily naturally gear up for because they beat Iowa State 17 straight times. So there's all of those warning signs there that, you know, maybe this game's going to be closer than you hope. As you had a chance to kind of simmer in it, kind of look back on it, uh, anything else really kind of catch your attention from Saturday night that we didn't get to touch on in the post-game show? 
Um, no, I just think it was if you could have asked Bob and Lincoln and Mike before the game, what do you hope happens tonight? I think everything they would have said happened. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, they, right. they played well offensively. Yep. Got a little bit of a slow start, but yep. they they got it going. They were able to get their stars, a lot of their frontline guys, out of the game midway through the third quarter. Get them some extra rest for the short week. Got a lot of playing time for Austin Kendall and Abdul Adams and a lot of backups, so that's a good thing. And defensively, they needed to have a good night. I mean, they needed to get some confidence going. Um, They had to prove some things to themselves, to the fans, to the rest of the conference. And, uh, you know, they only gave up three. And and Kansas isn't a juggernaut by any means. But, you know, that like we said in the postgame, if they'd given up 30, then we'd be wringing our hands right now. But they didn't. They gave up three. They turned them over a couple of times. They scored on defense. So mission accomplished there. And uh, and they got a, a special teams play. So all around comfortable win, offense, defense, special teams, got guys rest. I don't think they could have asked for much more. It was interesting because you know, in last week's game, I guess, no, going back two weeks, uh, everybody was obviously very critical of the defense. The defense really kind of kick-started things for him on Saturday, I, th- I felt, with, with the Jordan Thomas interception. Yes. And then you had the special teams plays you brought up, and then you had the cherry on that uh, Sunday that finally came together with the – you can probably tell I'm hungry – with the uh, <laughs> chocolate syrup and the whipped cream. And, Halloween. It, and, and the banana split, <laughs> whatever it might be. Uh, it, you had the return by Jordan Evans, and yeah. I just – I, you know, and again, I think we always have to disclaimer things with Kansas hasn't had its best year. It's been a tough run for David Beatty. I think they're on the right path. But, Toby, every single ingredient – here's another food analogy. Every single ingredient you would need finally came together in that game. And uh, I think this gives this team a lot of confidence heading into a short week. That's what they need. And I I think that the most important thing in this two-week Kansas-Iowa State stretch, other than winning the games – is that you you get some guys healthy. Don't get anybody else hurt for Pete's sake. <laughs> get some guys healthy for the final three games and get your defense some confidence. And uh, we'll see. You know, Thursday night they're going to play a little bit better of an offense and they're going to have to go on the road. So uh, let's, let's see if they can keep keep moving in that direction. Lo and behold, they sit alone atop the Big 12 standings with four games to go. And so they could win them another Big 12 title if they could finish this thing strong. Here's a little tidbit tidbit for you. This week, one year ago, OU was ranked number 15 in the nation with eight undefeated teams in front of them. Today, they're ranked number 12 with four undefeated teams in front of them. Now, OU's got two losses instead of one, but interesting. Theoretically, they were in a better position. They are in a better position this year than they were last year wow. when they went to the college football playoff. I'm not saying they're going to, but that's an interesting nugget. It, this is uh, last week. We didn't really get a chance to get into it with the uh, division conversation that has come to pass, if you will. There won't be divisions. It'll be the top two teams. But may, maybe a quick Big Twelve thought. It, we don't have a team. I can say we in the Big Twelve. You know, the nine of the teams in Oklahoma. We don't have a team right now in the in the top twenty, uh, top ten. 
But, Toby, as far as depth is concerned, I mean, you've got Oklahoma State that's playing good football. I still think Baylor's up in the air. West Virginia's playing pretty good ball. Uh, even though they just lost at Oklahoma State, you got uh, the Sooners in there. I think Kansas State has played well at times this yeah. year, had a tough loss to Oklahoma. I mean, listen, Iowa State and Kansas has struggled, but from a depth perspective, it's uh, there's not a lot of bye weeks that are no, out there. It's made for some interesting, some entertaining football games, go. some close games, because other than, well, just really other than Kansas, Iowa State's played some really close games. Uh, should have beaten Baylor, I think you could say, up in Ames earlier this mm-hmm. year. They were up big on Oklahoma State in the second half and let that one get away. It was a one-score game against Kansas State last week. So week in and week out, because all these teams, regardless of how good you think they are, uh, they're pretty even. And so it's created some exciting finishes and some uh, some close games in Big 12 play. Unfairly criticized, though, you think, by some of the national pundits? Um, no, I don't know about that. I mean, I I think it's down. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't think that there is uh, a national title contender probably this year, or you know, it's it's gonna take something pretty odd, I think, for for the Big Twelve to get a team at this point into the college football playoffs. So, I mean, I think it's fair to say that the conference is down a little bit this year, but but the middle of the pack, you know, there's no great. Doesn't look like there's any great. Maybe Oklahoma will be great by the end right. of the year, but it doesn't look like right now it's gonna be great. But there's a lot of kind of the middle tier teams there that are that are beating up on each other, and it's making for an entertaining race at the very least. And maybe maybe the conversation at this point is a little bit different if Ohio State was still undefeated and Houston was still yeah. undefeated. But I, I was curious, and it's a little bit. It was a conversation we got into on my show today. Are you more disappointed in what's happened to Ohio? I think I even heard you bring this up too. Are you more disappointed or surprised by what's happened to Ohio State with getting beat by Penn State playing the close game against Northwestern or kind of watching Houston uh, stumble a little bit in the American? Houston should have three losses. They should have lost to Tulsa. More surprised by Ohio State because when we saw them here, oh, wow. I mean, they looked un- unstoppable. And there are a few teams, and they're one of them, which are kind of going the wrong way right now. And – they make fun of me all the time for talking about the journey and how much I enjoy the journey. but <laughs> I don't, because I'm with you. Uh, but it is, really. I mean, teams improve and decline in all sports as a year goes along. Yep. And we seem to understand that more in basketball or in baseball. These long seasons with more games, and you're like, they're, they're playing really good right now. Or they're not. In football, we want to make definitive statements on how good a team is that night when yeah. a game is over. And teams get better. We've seen Oklahoma teams in recent years, the last five years. Last year is a great example of a team that got better and better and better with every week. From that Texas loss on, they just by the end of the year, they were a national title contending team. Uh, a couple of years back, the opposite, I think, was true. When they just, as the season went along, they got walloped by Baylor and they got beaten by Oklahoma State and they went into that bowl game lacking confidence and Clemson just crushed them. And that team did not get better. It got, they went the other way as the year went along. So I think you look around the country and there are some teams right now who we thought were really good and are trending down. And there are some teams who we kind of gave up on, like Auburn. They're a great point. And they are trending up. And I think Oklahoma is one of those teams. I think LSU might be one of those teams since they fired Les Miles. They're trending in the right direction right now. So, man, there is a long 
way it's October. As we're doing this right now, it's still October. Now when you're <laughs> when you're listening to this, it'll be November one. Okay? But they're not gonna decide who's going to what bowl games until December. And the month of November November, year after year after year, has been nuts in college football. And why would this year be any different? So I mean, just go win your games and let the zaniness happen and, and see where you're standing in December 5th or 6th, whatever it is. Uh, I want to wrap up with uh, one final thought on Oklahoma. It'll be a, we really haven't kind of hammered out what the podcasts are going to look like this week, so I don't know when the tailgate's going to come out. We might It might drop early <laughs> it, on Wednesday. It, it might it, actually happen at the tailgate right, exactly. Thursday for this game. It might be a road trip. It might happen while we're driving down. I love down. that idea. I love putting the headphones on just we're while driving. we're driving. You and I are driving yes. to Ames. Yes, we are. We are taking the roadie with the – with a cast of what about five of us? I think there's five of us all together. Nothing are we allowed to say a sponsor on this? Sure, project? why not? Absolutely. Pa- Patriot Ford, one of our great sponsors on the Sooner Radio Network, is hooking us up with a ride, and we're all making a roadie on Wednesday. Coming back on Friday, it's going to be fun. I like the I'm idea of a road. It. Yeah, road podcast, podcast, even if it's on the way home. Um, but but here's here's the the point I keep trying to bring up, and I, I, when you bring it up, some people get mad. It's like, oh, it's so homeristic. Everyone has injuries. I don't know if if teams can stay competitive whenever your depth is challenged on your defensive line and it's your linebacking core like Oklahoma's has been. I mean, I f- first of all, the guy that was your starting corner to begin the season that opposite side had struggled so much that he's out there in the fourth quarter in garbage time. Yep. You know, and you've got a true freshman that's out there. And the, the guy who started to – seem to get it gets hurt as soon as he seems to get it Toby you're down to a linebacker that you wanted to kind of ease into things and Emmanuel Beal as your inside linebacker with the senior Jordan Evans you got two babies on the outside because Oboe uh, is battling an injury and it's been kind of inconsistent on the other side and then on the defensive line I mean yeah you look out there every so often you see Austin Roberts and DJ Ward but when you're rotating in you're rotating in guys that you know were down that depth chart to start the season it's incredible I think to see where this team is and that's just the defensive side of the football based on the injuries this year it's bubble gum and duct tape man I mean they are trying to piece it together however they can and um, I know everybody wants the defense to play better and, and Mike Stoops is at the top of that list but you bring up a valid point that should not be ignored is they're the 2000 national championship team, if I remember this correctly, did not have a guy on the two deep miss a game. Wow. First or, or first string or the backups miss an entire game with an injury. Um, and that's laughable when you think about this because every week you roll in and say, all right, who are they missing now? And we're 20-plus different starters now on defense. Uh, but the guys who are out there are – being Warriors, man, and they're trying to cobble together the best possible lineup every week, and um, I think it's it's this it's the thread of this season. It's the story of this season. When it's all said and done, wherever Oklahoma ends, whatever their record is at the end of the year, one of the main storylines of this year is going to be the massive number of injuries that they had to deal with this year, and that's just a bad break. I mean, there's. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. And uh, hopefully down the stretch here they start to get some of those key guys back. The Game Plan with Toby Rowland brought to you in part by Allstate uh, and, of course, the Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Toby, have a safe week. We'll see you on the road Wednesday. Sounds good. See you, buddy. Boomer Sooner, everybody.
This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.